Hello there. Today I'm going to talk about being happy with yourself first. If you are happy with yourself first and foremost, you can be happy with others. This is about self-love, making all of your other relationships more successful. Who can you count on the most in this whole world? Most likely the answer is yourself. You've got your back. You have to be there for yourself first before you can be there for anyone else. If you want to watch someone talk about um, about this who explained it in like a beautiful way, go watch the TED Talk that I'm going to attach to this podcast. It was very inspiring. Um, when it comes to anyone else being there for us isn't guaranteed when it comes to... Um, you know relying on people and really you being the only one that you can count on anybody else's being present isn't something you can count on so we must make sure that our happiness rests on our hands and our hands only and that we have the power to be happy without needing certain relationships to elicit that response from us alone. Taking care of yourself first guarantees that you are there for yourself and allows you to be there for others. If you weren't hanging out with your boo thing, who would you be hanging out with? Make a list and make sure you are giving them enough of your time and energy. Stay current on their lives and remain present. Make sure you are balancing your time among all of your loved ones, even if it means hanging out with multiple of them at the same time. Doing group activities or having girls' night or family time. And don't forget nurture the relationship you have with yourself sometimes we forget that you know that relationship is existent but don't forget it which brings me to my next point can you look at yourself in the mirror and be happy with who you are and forget about the way that you look I mean your essence Are you happy with yourself? In addition, can you get through a whole activity, event, or day with just yourself? What I mean by this is a whole um, activity like going to the gym I remember there was a time when I would need a friend to go to the gym I remember I signed up to a gym with my friend and every time that I went I went with my friend and you know I guess you know it's kind of cute 
go with your friend or whatever but you don't need your friend to go to the gym and you shouldn't rely on that because when they aren't able to go to the gym anymore you'll just stop going to the gym or you'll get another friend but eventually that friend will probably or maybe they can't go as often as the other person you don't want to rely on someone else for you to be able to do something that you want to do um it could be any activity and an even bigger one is an event or more specifically like a a networking event maybe you might feel like you need someone with you because you're nervous but networking events are amazing because you get to uh, make connections and start relationships that can be very fruitful for your future and can bring many other constructive uh, elements to your life and then there is can you get through a day simply a whole day when you wake up you're by yourself and you do your morning routine by yourself and you enjoy breakfast by yourself either watching tv or enjoying whatever beautiful view you have or just sitting at the table reading a newspaper or a magazine or a book um or any other thing and then you do an activity at home or you go out for coffee and do that enjoy that instead of having breakfast at home and do it by yourself can you go and sit at a restaurant and be completely by yourself the whole time can you do other of your routines like exercise just do an activity like skating or biking by yourself uh can you continue on through your day with whatever comes next um in the nighttime by yourself can you go to a movie by yourself just you know there are plenty of times you know we have friends and family but maybe we have this like we like something that no none nobody else really likes um and we never get to see that or do that because they don't like it and you know you don't want to make them do something they don't want to do but you also have other tastes it's a perfect opportunity for you to go do it watch maybe a movie that nobody else would watch because only you like it or anything of that sort these things adding these things being able to do these things get through these things alone are crucial and if you can't get through them then that just means that there is room for growth and i encourage you to try to go to movies or a concert or a networking event or just have a full day of you time you time is so important don't forget to have you time and enjoy your company don't forget to not just only be able to get through these things but enjoy your company that the goal with this is not just to be able to do things alone but to enjoy and be happy with having that time by yourself and it's not about making it you know 
about yourself it's just about making sure that you have that insurance i call it self-insurance that if everybody else everything else fails if for some reason there is a day or a month or a year where all of your other relationships fail you have yourself you have your back you have that self-insurance just like you might have life insurance or car insurance you need that self-insurance to make sure that you keep everything running smoothly okay that your emotional stability will be okay no matter what because you can't predict anything in life and i urge you to get familiar with enjoying your own company and saying that you know what i had a great time or i had a great day by myself thank you for listening if you have anything else to add or any other uh, cool ted talks or anything else please let me know uh, comment whatever you want i love to see or hear inspiring things um thank you Hello, today I would like to talk about um, different ways of getting rid of things. Um, Yeah, so I would like to start with one thing that goes hand in hand uh, with something that I spoke about previously, which was making sure that you know what you're putting into your body um, uh, or on your body. Uh, this could be anything from lotions and um, deodorant, um, your cleansers, your moisturizers, uh, your the soaps you use, <clears throat> shampoo and conditioner, all of it. All of these um, things that we buy with chemicals that we don't know what they are. And I thought, you know, it's great that I raise awareness to it, but also I would like to um, point out that you can, um, if you are like me and you don't trust these things anymore and you don't want to keep buying these products that are potentially harmful for you or that you just don't know what's in them so you don't know if they are harmful for you um, and you'd like more control over what you put on your body and what you have, you know, the products you have like around in your home where your family is and your pets are, then there is a way that you can just make your own, make your own toiletries. Um, if you go online, you can find many ways, um, many different, um, you can find different brands, but also you can make your own things. Um, and there's many websites that will give you different recipes and things that you can try that are natural, easy things, easy to make um, for your everyday use. And this way you'll know what you're putting on your body and how it affects you. So after I mentioning that, I'd like to focus on today's topic, which is to get rid of things in an environmentally friendly way. 
which if I may add on, on the making your own toiletries, it's also a way that you are um, kind of um, reducing the the amount of things you throw in the trash because every time you buy a new product out there well you have to you know the whole product comes in a container you have to buy a brand new container um and this is potentially wasteful so making your own toiletries can also or finding brands that you can actually do things like uh, maybe refill or um, use more environmentally friendly containers um, can also be helpful, but also by making your own toiletries that will um, that will actually have the benefit of you already having whatever containers you're going to use, whether it's a glass container or whatever other kind of reusable container where you're putting all these things each time that you make them, making it less wasteful. So I would like to start with repurposing. I think repurposing is the most beneficial because when I buy something, I like to make sure that I'm getting, I'm maximize, max, maximizing the use of the item. Um, and I'll, I'll give some examples of repurposing. You can repurpose books. Um, uh, you, for example, you can take a book and make a shelf where now you can place other things. That's very decorative. It's very nice. Um, it, there's no way that you can't find a book that you have that you maybe you want to get rid of that you can't put somewhere um, on the wall to make a shelf, something new. And if you don't want to use the book's cover, you can always cover that up. Um, spray paint it there's a lot of ways with repurposing you do have to be creative but that's just another way for me for example I'm not very creative but it's another way for me to become more creative put some thoughts on the things that I have and put them to good use uh, you can repurpose clothing you can make uh, clothing for your children out of your own clothes that maybe you don't want anymore you can make something smaller from that piece of uh, clothing for your child or you could even use it um, if it's old and you know you want to throw it away you can make, ra make rags for whatever you want to clean to clean your car to clean your home um, for any any purpose that you can find with a rag And there are a lot more and more things that you can repurpose. There are some great, um, amazing repurposed items that I've seen. For example, I saw somebody turn a whole piano into like a beautiful outside waterfall. Um, amazing. Somebody turned a piano into a bookshelf. Um, there are no limits to what you can do with repurposing and it's great use of your time, your energy, and your money. Next, I would like to focus on uh, selling. Selling is the other next big thing because again, it benefits you and it benefits others. Somebody can find something that they need and you can get a small or a big reward for whatever you're trying to get rid of. 
And there are many, many different platforms on which you can sell an item. Um, a few of them, uh, eBay, um, on Letgo, uh, Poshmark, or you can even have a garage sale. And a very handy one that I found was Declutter, which is for books. If you want to get rid of books, you can even sell them on Declutter. <clears throat> uh, next, I'd like to to point out that you can also donate some items. Um, there's a lot of different donation centers. You know, we have Goodwill and a whole bunch of other ones. We also have electronic recycling centers. Um, I believe Best Buy does this. Um, and a lot of other places do it as well. I believe even Apple takes back, take back some of their electronics once they're completely outdated. You won't get paid for it again, but you can donate it and make sure that you're getting rid of it in an environmentally friendly way. Um, and I believe even Amazon accepts donations. Um, one of the last ways of getting rid of things is recycling. Again, a great option to get rid of something in an environmentally friendly way. And it's available to most people to just do in their homes. And the last option, which we should, I try to not think of it as an option, but if I've gone through all of these um, steps of repurposing, selling, donating, and recycling is just trashing it. Just throwing it in the trash. Last option, but it is there just in case you can't get rid of um, things in any other way because again, you don't want your home to be this cluttered, big space. Um, so that is an option and that is okay. As long, I feel like as long as you try all the other options and you know, you can always think of things like given, like when you're, you have a younger sibling, like giving it to your younger sibling, whatever clothing or anything you're trying to get rid of. I know my whole life, I'm the younger sibling and I have had things passed down uh, from my sister all the time. I still, I am 23 years old and I still get, um, you know, anytime my sister just doesn't want something, uh, whether it's a small piece of furniture or a, uh, um, some clothing or shoes, uh, I think I'm the first one she offers it up to and most of the time. <clears throat> it's always in good condition. My sister takes very good care of everything. So that's my luck. But I always have that option and I love it and a lot of things that I have have come to me in that way and we have these five ways of getting things getting rid of things in your home to declutter or just to feel better about you know the where your money's worth is going you know um, I don't like to just throw things out you know I paid money for that I want to make sure I'm maximizing its use and also just the guilt of just throwing out a bunch of things and it going to going to a landfill and all of these things if any of these things cause you anxiety think of these five things 
repurposing, selling, donating, recycling. And at the very, very, very bottom of the list, last thing you want to do, throw it in the trash if there's no other option. Thank you for listening in today. Um, And if you have any questions or anything that you'd like to share, please leave a message.